Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Get The Belt Podcast. My name is Miles Hart and I'm your host. And this show is very much known as the home of melanin magnificence and kingdom of belts. Where any, <clears throat> any, any motherfucker can get it. Yeah. Anyone, anyone can get it. Babes, it's simple. <sighs> right. So it's been two weeks. And I've not been here. I don't know. You may have seen on my social media. Um, I've, well, the one I got sick and then my granddad passed. Um, and there's just been a lot going on. And you know what? One of the perks of being my own boss is the fact that I can say, you know what? Actually, I don't want to fucking do this without anyone breathing down my neck or telling me, oh, you need to do this or you need this note or you need to do that. And oh, but how is this going to run? No, I don't want to do it. So, I, so, I'm, so I'm not doing it. Um, so that's where I've been. So thank you for giving me that grace. And uh, yeah, it's good to be back. Um, I'm good. I hope everyone else is as well. Obviously, a lot has happened in the last couple of weeks, girl. We had that, the coronation chicken, honey. We had the coronation chicken. Ooh, we'll get into it. Lots has happened. Um, but ultimately, I am well. Um, I'm good. Um, yeah, it's good to be back and be back on the mic, doing what I love. And yeah, welcome back to anyone that has been listening to the show previously. Uh, love my supporters, love the fans, you guys, everything. And then welcome to all of the newbies that have never listened to a Get The Belt podcast episode before. You're in for a treat. I go off. It's crude. It's real. You're going to laugh. You might get vexed. You might think I'm saying some fucked up shit. But guess what? I don't give a fuck. You're here because you love it. Ah! Wicked. Right, so let's get straight into this week's episode with Word of the Week. So this week's Word of the Week is... Life is too short. As cliche as it sounds, because it is motherfucking cliche... It's just so, it's, it's just facts. It's just facts. And it's something that despite it being so cliche, despite it being so obvious, despite it being so well known, it's something, you know, that we, 
always seem to forget. And when we find ourselves creating problems or, you know, really identifying with certain quote unquote problems that we're having in our life and we wallow in those and we, we get annoyed about all of these things, we forget the unforgettable, which is that life is short. And, you know, it, we, we take it for granted. Those things that are always around us, we take for granted, be it, you know, money, if, you know, loved ones, family, jobs, a house, like the things that, that are our constants, we can easily, easily take them for granted. So if we're waking up and we're constantly, you know, alive, so to speak, we're going to take that for granted. So like next time you find yourself stressing about something, which if you like me, and apparently something's in retrograde, I feel like it's always in fucking retrograde. But like, if you find, when, when, not even if, when you find yourself in a problem or you find yourself stressing or kissing your teeth, remember that life is actually too short. And if you only had a day left, two days left or whatnot, would, you, would that quote unquote problem be such a problem? Would you be stressed? You probably wouldn't. Obviously, I'm saying this off the back of like, you know, I just lost my grandfather. I then, you know, went and thought about all the other people I've lost over the years and the people that I've seen, even celebrities that I didn't even know that people like we go, we end up leaving here. We end up getting out this Uber of life and we step out of the vehicle and we ain't, we ain't, we're not on this journey anymore. So remember that life is a journey. All of your goals are journeys. It's not about getting to somewhere. It's a journey. It's a, it's a life is an Uber ride. And you just don't know when you're going to stop and when you're going to get out. So while you're in that Uber, this here life, try to make it stress-free. And when you feel the stresses, just remember you're lucky to even be, be here right now. Um, that's a wild analogy because Ubers aren't even that cute. Like I've never actually got one of those like Lux or I don't even know what they're called. Despite me being, you know, king of nice things and that, I ain't never actually got me one of them uber expensive ones <sighs> why am i yawning but basically life is too short ho life is an uber ride apparently that's a thing welcome to get the butt podcast <laughs> but yeah just don't take that for granted and um yeah just don't get stressed out and when you find yourself getting stressed out remember that is actually not a problem because when you die what now that's morbid this word of the week has gone a bit wild and a bit left but i think you i feel like you get where i'm where i'm going with this so i'm gonna just leave it there because i feel like i'm just waffling that is this week's word of the week So let's get into it how is everyone doing i hope everyone's been good like i said last time um not even like I said last time. I really just had to take a sip of this coffee because I'm being a fucking hot mess. Like I'm acting like I've not done a podcast in like three years. It's been two weeks and I'm doing the most. Uh... Anyway, so um, yeah, I've been okay. Obviously, it's been up and down and death is never really a great thing. Um, to to like go through or experience however like i feel in honesty that 
since my nan passed, like there's nothing that can, there's nothing that can really shake me the way that did. Um, and I feel like also my whole opinion and perspective on death, like really did shift. Like I used to see death as something really negative, something bad. But once my nan died, I was like, um, oh, all she's done is just complete her life. Like, like going back to the word of the week, like our life is a journey. So you start the journey, you have the journey, then you end it. Starting the journey isn't a bad thing and end it, ending it isn't a bad thing. What is bad is what can potentially happen in the middle. But yeah, like if you do good on that journey and you enjoy the journey, first and foremost, first and foremost, first and foremost, listen, I, I need about 1600 more of these coffees, yeah? If you enjoy the pussy hole journey, then when you get to the end, it's going to be cute. Like, because you enjoyed it. Like, the journey was cute. It was nice things. But, yeah. So, my stance and my opinion on death is is not bad anymore. It's like, when people say, I, I'm sorry. Like, I don't really know how to, to take it when they apologize. Because I'm like, well, you can't change it. It's a fact of life. And I'm also like, obviously I'm not glad that someone like whoever's died, but I'm glad they completed their journey. Like maybe if it was like someone that had got murdered or, you know, they someone died in their early twenties and like, it was just, I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that when people tell me that they're sorry that someone's died for me and it's like, you know, like my nan, my granddad, I'm just like, well, like, I appreciate that you're trying to be nice, but yeah. I don't know, girl. All I know is that my granddad died at the age of 93. He lived a good life. He was one of the first, like, you know, the first generations of uh, Indians to come over um, pre-wind rush. And he smoked. He drank. He traveled. He had an amazing family. Like, he did nice things that like, he enjoyed, you know. He enjoyed, like, he really did his big one. And he got to 93, wasn't nothing wrong with him. He ain't have no cancer. He wasn't no kind of blind. Yeah, he, a little bit hard of hearing that came with age. But otherwise, he was, he was as healthy as you can be at the age of 93. And he just went one day randomly, peacefully, and just up to left. And his journey came to a halt. And I feel like my granddad gave that Uber drive, you know, five stars. Period. But, um, yeah, so, like, my, 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 yeah, my, the way I see death, it's, I, like, welcome it more now since my nan died. And I'm like, okay, cool. So, like, even though I was upset when my granddad died, and I was like, oh, right, I'm really, I'm finally a part of that group of people that have no grandparents. And I'm at least glad to say that I at least got to my 30s to be able to say, okay, I've got no more grandparents left. Because I knew people, like, growing up, like, in my teens, that would be like, oh, yeah, no, all my all my grandparents are dead. So I'm like really lucky and really blessed. The only thing that did get to me is that I do wish um, that I made more of an effort to like go to Bristol and see my grandfather in like this last year or two post-COVID. Um, and it was annoying. I did actually say to my boyfriend um, like two days, I think it was before I got the news that my granddad passed. I was like, you need to meet my granddad. You need to meet Granddad John because, you know, not only do we look like Mahatma Gandhi child, but 
you never got a chance to meet my grandma. You didn't get a chance to meet my my nan. And, you know, the only other grandparent that was alive from when I was young was my granddad. So I was like, you've got to meet Granddad John before he passes. Because, you know, he's not sick or anything, but you just never know. He's 93. Do you get it? He's, he's 93. He's getting on. Um, and so it was, yeah, it was just sad and heartbreaking that when I got the news, it was just like ironic that I just said what I said, which, again, bleeds so heavily into why I say that this week's word of the week is life is too short because it is. And even though my granddad reached the end of 93 and was long, my life, like in my life, I can see people going. So like whatever you want to do, you got to do it now because <sighs> yeah. But otherwise I'm good. I can't remember what I told you last time that I finally signed some new agents. Um, AIG talent or I IAG talent um identity. Uh they're great, they're black owned, but but can't wait to get the ball rolling with them. Um and I'm also with host talent group who are doing my like theater and live stage and podcast and stuff. Like I'm super duper excited. Um shout out to those two um the two agencies that I'm with. Um also in the UK people don't really be having two agencies unless they're like Come like in the dance world, but like generally for like acting, everyone tries to be exclusive. Like you can only have one agent in America. They're like sign, sign with as many as you want, girl. But over here, mm -mm. but me, psh, break red of chains, honey. I'm setting my standard, girl. Oh, they don't do that for you. They do that for me. Mm. So I'm happy to get in. I'm happy. That I finally got that sign. That was one of my goals for last month. Got that in the bag. Um, yeah, I took some more headshots. I did them myself. I did my boyfriend's headshot. And I thought, mm, yeah, this is cute. Um, so I want to take my, I want to take some more headshots. But I got them done with, I took some of me with the uh, braids in. Well, he actually took them of me, but with my camera. See, so yeah, I might post those at some point on social media. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I've been afraid of posting recently. I don't know why, but yeah. I don't really feel like I've had much to post about. I've just been like working all the time. Hmm. Anyway, I'm rambling now. Basically, my week has been good, uh, as good as can be. Um, sorry if I missed any engagements or didn't post certain things I was meant to post because I've been grieving, period. Right, let's get into this week's Melanin Magnificence. My Melanin Magnificence this week goes to someone that I don't even know. I don't even know their name. However, I was on Twitter <clears throat> and I saw that, you know, this guy, Callan, I can't remember his name, Callan something. He was on the Ellen show. He's done lots. Some black boy entertaining. Callan Allen, that's his name. He uh, tweeted this video of this black person i'm going to presume he was male presenting black guy um getting together one of the people on the flight um who was just trying it um i'm going to play you this video um a bit of a backstory basically uh callan was on the plane from london back to wherever he's uh was going uh, it was a delta flight and this bigger white guy was um just being a bit of a prick, I think someone was sat, he was sat in their seat, this woman, and I think she was like, oh, can I just sit down because um, I'm sitting here and I want to get 
you know, my my food. And if I'm sat in this seat, this is how they know it's me and blah, 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 blah. And he basically got in a huff and a puff about it and called her a bitch. Flight attendant, black guy, overheard this and said, not on my watch. And I live, I live because he did it with such a sharp tongue. He did it with such vim. And he literally gave this guy the belt. Like, he gave him the belt. He got him together, put him in his place, and did it without needing to, like, get violent, be abusive, without needing to, you know, do too much. He just got, it was just, it was just beautiful. And it was just such a black moment. Like, I see, I see in, like, in the black community, like, when we cuss and we do a cussing, like, we cuss differently. It's an art, like it's artistic cussing. And that also is magnificent. And that is something that should be celebrated because I believe that not only does it re require intelligence, uh, it requires wit, a good moral compass and an artistic cultural flair. And I think it was executed beautifully. So here is the video. Thank you. Goodbye. And while you're at it, figure out how to handle yourself as an adult. Ooh. Had I been on that plane out when he delivered that last goodbye, thank you. Me, I would have stood up and did a round of applause. I would have really been like, you got that hoe together, bitch. Ooh. It really did sweep me. It was gorgeous to see. I wish I commented underneath it and was like, somebody tell me who this man is because. He, if he identifies as he, deserves melanin magnificence. And, you know, we didn't get to it, but, um, yeah, we, no one said who it was. But, yeah, that is who my melanin magnificence goes out to. And if you know who this person is, please, 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 in the comments or whatever, let me know. And that is this week's melanin magnificence. So let's, let's crack on with Miles' measures. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Now, there are a few things that I want to talk about. Um, let's just get straight into it. First, first things first. Shout out to Nicki Minaj. First things first. Throat cancer and oral sex. Now, this whole thing went viral, I think, like a week or two ago. And obviously, I wasn't, like, on the, on the mic. Um, I was busy doing what I needed to, to, to get done. But it was all on like the Shade Room, Shade Borough, TMZ, all of this about if you have sucked dick, then you, you're more likely to get cancer. And I think that the statistics were if you have now sucked more than six dicks or, you know, it would say if you've had more than six partners. If you've sucked more than six dicks, then you'd likely, or like nine times more likely to get throat cancer. And I was just a bit like, like, I found it funny. I knew it was going to get like the rounds on social media. But I did, I, I, I wanted to know, like, what was the reason? Like, I needed to know what was the reason because sucking dick is beautiful. Sucking dick is a beautiful thing. And I never even really used to like it. And I don't really, right. I don't like sucking dick if the dick ain't pretty or I'm not in love with you if, if 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 the dick is pretty and i'm not in love with you do you know what i might suck it and I'm, I'm, i might just really enjoy myself but i could also love you and it not be that pretty i think i'd suck it i don't know i've never been in that position but i'm i'm gonna say i think i'd suck it and i think i'd have a good time however when them when the two combine and i love you and you got pretty dick <laughs> which is my current situation, does this now mean I'm finna get throat cancer because I really be given funeral head? Yeah, and for those of you that don't know what funeral head is, when you actually care about someone and then they pass, you go to their funeral, more time you're gonna look and feel exhausted, fatigued, 
your eyes are going to be, you would have been crying. Your eyes are going to be running. You could be doing an ugly cry. Like you, the snot is going to be coming from your nose. <laughs> the breathing, like it's good. Like, like the veins is coming out your neck, your, your, your forehead. You, you will look like that when you give funeral head. That's how you'll be looking. Cause it's, it's just, you know, <laughs> it's very that, it's funeral head. So basically, if I'm in a position where I love my nigga and the dick is pretty and I'm giving head, I needed to know if I'm going to get throat cancer, bitch. Because I didn't want to take it too seriously, but I needed to do my research. And the research I have right here. So let's get things straight. Sucking dick does not give you throat cancer. What it, and I'm reading this from, you know, uh, the Daily Mail um, and also from a piece of information that came from the University of Birmingham from Dr. Hisham Mehana. Now, what sucking dick can give you is an STI called HPV. Yeah. Now, HPV doesn't give you cancer, but what it can do, and you can get HPV from sucking dick, kissing, all of that thing. What it can do is if left untreated for too long, and if it gets worse, it can trigger cancerous cells. That being said, I'm vaccinated for HPV. Vaccinations for HPV are out there. Once again, if you are not going to the clinic regularly, whether you're out here having sex or not, you ain't going to have that, that, that vaccine, babes. Like, you ain't going to have it, so you ain't protected. So more time, these people are here going, oh, yeah, all of you lot sucking, they're going to get cancer, blah, 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 blah. No, you're not going to get cancer. You're going to get HPV. HPV, you can get from kissing or sucking dick or anything. So, again, reminder, go to the clinic. Go and get checked out. Go and get the vaccines that you need. Um, and continue sucking dicks. One thing I really did think that was really funny is that, um, you know, oh yeah, by the way, HPV is one of the most common STIs that there is. Like, I think 80% of the population in the UK uh, can suffer with it because it is that, is that like, what's the word? It's that common, but it doesn't like, well, obviously we've just found that it can affect you in late, like if left untreated and if it doesn't go away severely in the future, but more time it doesn't. Um... But basically, um, they have seen that that was it. The number of cases regarding to this uh, cancer that comes from HPV, um, and it's called um, oropharyngeal cancer, um, that... that up to 1.3% increase last year in the States was in women. 1.3% of those contracting that kind of cancer went up. 2.8% in men. And that is from the American Cancer Society. And the, the number speaks for itself. More men be sucking dick than women. That's what I get from that. <laughs> so yeah, all in all, sucking dick, male or female, non-binary, 
doesn't give you cancer. Continue giving that good guac, the good, good funeral head, nice things on that dick. You ain't going to get cancer. What you could get is HPV, which is an STI. Go and get checked regularly. That's, that's the that on that. Um, in the UK, uh, head and neck cancers combined are responsible for more than 12,000 cases and 4,000 deaths per year. And HPV, just for a bit more knowledge, is a common virus spread through vaginal, anal and oral sex with someone who is already infected. There is a vaccine for HPV, which we said um, it is more than 80% effective and available in much of the developed world. So like I said, I've got it. You can go to your clinic. Shout out to Dean Street uh, in Soho. Um, and in the UK, for people that didn't get the shot, uh, you can get a three-dose shot, which is available for free if you're between the ages of uh, 15 and I think uh, 26. You can get that there and then. Um, yeah. So that is that on that. That is that mystery debunked and clarified. And you heard it here first on Get the Belt podcast. Whole. Um, Harris. Ugh. Harrison Sullivan. Now I've spoken about this motherfucker a few times on the podcast. That mixed race, light skin one. He went viral a couple of years ago for saying black girls are ugly and he don't go for like, he, I think he said something along, this, along the lines of, oh, dark skin girls are ugly, but like the lighter ones are nice. Don't quote me on that. It's, let's not do semantics, but it was something along those lines. I think he may have apologized. Mm, unsure. Then I spoke about him again because he made a video about getting gonorrhea. And I was like, you know what? Big up him. Like, he's a wild, wayward man. But he's talking sense and, like, you know, normalizing just discussing sexual health and, a, and a, you know, an STI to which majority of the black community can be really, you know, the dogma that we've got around STIs is dark mainly to make people feel unclean it's very it's very taboo and shameful when really it's just a natural thing in life like if you go outside and you're not and it's cold and you're not you know taking the right precautions warming you know being warm dressing appropriately not having your hair soaking wet you're gonna get some kind of virus be it a, or, or an infection a cold a flu whatever it's norm don't make you dirty it makes you dumb <laughs> period also that same like mentality goes for sex like if you out here having sex and you ain't taking the right precautions you know wearing a condom taking your prep doing what you do then likelihood is you might get an infection some of them more severe, some of them not so. It don't make you, it don't make you dirty. Once again, it makes you dumb. So like, I remember speaking about him and being like, you know what? Yeah, you've done some wild things. But what you're doing here, I can see, I can see the, the light in it. I can, you know, see the, I can see the good in you. Like, I can see the silver lining. And I appreciated the, the, him normalizing it and not making it such a taboo thing he said it very openly and not many people can do that so i was like yeah do you know what prick but i rate you for that still keeping it 100 however he's in the news again circulating <sighs> and this time talking about um girls with uh no batty um 
let's just play that. Let me see if I can um get this up on the old iPhone. Oh my god, today. It's annoying that he's a little bit cute as well. I know people are gonna say Miles he's not cute, he's just another light skin with a muscular body, but my pref my personal preference, but yeah, ugh. Is the ugly on the inside for me. Right, here we go. It'd be illegal for girls to be walking around with nobody. It's an absolute abomination to society. It's, it's awful. Like, does anyone want to be with an obese geezer? Probably not. That's yes. someone who can't see their toes, like that sort of level of obesity. Like, probably no one wants to be with that, realistically. So it's like the same with a girl. No guy who's got options is going to choose a girl with no ass. Tits, like maybe some guys like them, some guys don't mind them. I obviously prefer them. Like decent, like D's, double D's, nice. Really? Yeah, E's. But oh. if they've got a really nice ass, it may cop for it for sure. But I, I, I just literally don't know if you'd find a guy out there that would, that would, if he had options, would choose a girl with no ass. It's like you're getting with a boy in it. No, I feel like that's not fair though because I kind of feel where there's such a demand on women that have this hourglass figure. Like, look how many women are just getting BBL. If, if, if girls are saying they don't like skinny guys, guys just get in the gym and fix it. The girls can do the same thing. Any girl can have a nice ass. All they've got to do is squat with good form over a couple of years. You will have a nice ass. Really? Do RDLs, <laughs> do things that... Uh, but you know, I'm going to cut it right here. Me, I'm going to cut it there because it's too much. Um, now, it's giving... You a bottom set. Do you know what? Let me not even do that. <gasps> Let me not even do that. Let me retract that. I was about to cuss like, and this isn't get the belt. This is, this is just Mars measures. I'm just talking the things like, <sighs> I was really about to come for his intelligence then. Hmm. Right. So the fat phobia, there was fat phobia and there was definitely fat shaming in there. Nobody wants a fat person. Bruv, go on to Pornhub. Go on to X Hamster. Go on to your, your favorite porn site. There's a, fat, there's a fat section there. Yeah. It might not be your section. Might not be your section. But there are motherfuckers out there that want nothing. Nothing. Other than a bitch with a big tummy, bruv. And you, man, with the, with the, with the six packs... Or this, or the no packs, but you like this mm -mm, is is giving is giving dry pussy is giving flaccid penis. They don't want it. They do not want it to. The bigger the better. That's what they are saying. So for you to be like, oh, nobody wants someone that's fat, bruv. You know nothing, Jon Snow. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Yeah, there are people out here that want the larger bodies to just smother them. Be on top of it. Be underneath it. That's what they want. They want to feel that shit. Yeah? Let's not be ignorant. Now, this it, it's like... My guy said something about who wants someone, a girl with a flat bum is like being with a boy. We're really about to get into this. Now, I've... Ooh, I got really... No, I've been with one, maybe two, but definitely one flat batty boy, yeah? Was nothing like fucking a flat batty bitch. Now, I ain't never fucked a flat batty bit girl. Let me, let me not. I've never, I've never fucked a flat batty girl, but a small batty girl, I definitely have. Nothing like it. 
In fact, the boys that I have been with, the Nyash has been Nyashing. Yeah? The Nyash has been Nyashing. And more time, these boys have more batty than the girls. So get your facts right. Yeah? It is nothing like being with a boy. Boys have nyash too because more time you see the way you see the way you mister wanted to do up or make sure you're doing the rdls and make sure you're doing the squats and the this and the this look at you knowing all of the things to do to get a good ass (laughs) why how how and why do you know that yeah that's all i'm saying um and also this whole sentiment of nobody wants it We need to stop this nobody, nobody, because you are nobody's nothing, sir. You are nobody's nothing. What you want might not be what someone else's want, what someone else wants or what they desire. What you are, one person might want, the other person might not. Yeah. So let's just leave this alone. Let's stop the fat phobia for one. Let's stop comparing flat batty girls to boys because boys are keep on doing what you're doing. Those that be in the gym and those that don't be in the gym because the nyashing, the nyashes on some of these boys out here in these streets is tremendous. Nothing like somebody's gross. So I don't know what girls you've been smashing. The ones that have been giving you the, the gonorrhea and all of the, these things that you've been on the internet speaking about. And that's not me shaming you getting the gonorrhea. It's definitely me just saying you've been smashing the wrong hoes, my nigga. Oh, what else is there to discuss? Okay. Sukiana. Um, I think she is a rapper. I wasn't familiar with her until I saw her on uh, Jason Lee's The Jason Lee Show. Because um, she went off on Mama D. I find that really funny. There was a video clip of her just talking about her pussy. And I just thought, love this girl. Love her energy. It was just a vibe. Anyway, later on in this conversation, uh, she was asked how she identified um, regarding her sexual orientation. And, you know, she, for a starter, said something along the lines of, you know, I'm not straight. I don't really know what I am. I, I'm queer. And he tries to be like, no, you would be bi. She's like, men and women. She's like, well, no, I don't really feel like that. I'm, I'm cute. Like, I'm... Like, I'm, like, not open with it. And then she almost tried to, like, I think, reference herself as DL. And then she did say something on the lines of, why isn't DL, you know, like, why isn't it LGBTQ plus DL community? I want to, before I go into what we're going to discuss, I want to let people know, remind the new listeners that me, Miles Anthony Uday Hart, me, Miles Hart, host of Get The Butt Podcast, me, myself, and I coined the whole LGBTQ DL thing that's me yeah lgbtqdl community been saying it since 2019 bitch maybe even before then but documented 2019 so before anyone runs away with that send me the invoice hun yeah period um anyway after this after she said you know that she's queer she then went on to the breakfast club uh the radio station in new york um and was asked some questions about you know, referring, referring to herself as queer. Now, I just want to clarify that queer and like its definition 
um, is denoting or relating to a sexual or gender identity that does not correspond to established ideas of sexuality and gender, especially heterosexual norms. Okay, so basically how I would then say that is that it's an umbrella term for everything that is not straight. Yeah. So you might not want to identify as bi. And some people could be like, but why not? If you like both, then da da da. And you know, I've had a few conversations, especially on, on when I was on BBC Radio London, like last week or the week before, um, and just conversations with friends. Like, I'm, I'm bi. I'm bisexual because I like women and I like men. I wouldn't say I'm pans. Some, um, someone tried to say I was pans or potentially could be pans because of how I described something about how I feel regarding to my attraction. And they're like, oh, well, that sounds more like the energy or the person. And like, I'm, I was like, I, I can kind of see it, but I don't because, you know, there are things that I like about the energies with men and with women. But ultimately, I like a man because he looks like a man, like is not purely just energy vibes. It's all them abs. Ooh, that ass or ooh, that jawline or like the things that I like in a man that make him to me a man is, is what makes me like him for being a man and not just, I don't care what you look like or like, I like how you look, but it's got nothing to do with just the aesthetics for me it's a lot to do the aesthetics the things that i like about a woman like i like a petite girl like i like the i like the hourglass figure i like an ass that jiggles you know i like tits that aren't too big not too not flat chested but like just hand grip i don't like short hair i like long long hair on a girl I like it to like do all of those things so like there's things that i associate whether it's right or wrong with femininity and masculinity that i like um, now I have felt odd saying I'm, I'm, um, bi because, you know, since leaving my ex-girlfriend, I've only had like, what, two, maybe three experiences with girls. Um, some dating, some just, you know, just quick, nice things. However, the men have been like this. And I don't know if that's because I didn't have any men up until I was 23, four, whatever it was. Um. And then I was just on speed, like, give me all the niggas, like, give me all the niggas, like, or like, whether it's just that I'm more into them. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so when I do say I'm bi and people have only known me, you know, since I've been dating men, I feel like, oh, well, I've not, it's not been equal. So I feel like I'm lying because like, even when I was like on dating apps, I, I would have it set to just men, especially like in the last like couple of years. Um, so I feel like, well, is that, am I bi? But then I would be like, well, no, I, I can't say I'm not bi because I do like women. I could see myself with a woman in the future. I've been in love with a woman before and I don't doubt that it could happen again. Well, I'd be shocked. Hell the fuck. Yes. Hell the fuck. Yes. I'd be shocked, but it doesn't take away from the fact that I have had that experience and could have it again. So maybe being queer is like. Uh, easy way of saying listen I ain't straight so if you see me with someone of the same sex 
Don't be shocked, y'all, because I ain't straight. I'm queer. Gay? No. Bi? No. Pans? No. All of these other labels? No. Just know that my, my sexual shenanigans and explorations, they're not always going to be the heteronormative. They're going to be different. So I kind of like that because it takes away the, it takes away the, um, the social pressures or the obligations or the stereotypes of certain labels. And don't get it twisted. I've said on the podcast, I love me a label. I fucking love me a label because it helps you identify what's what. Like if someone like, you know, I ride, I'm a ride or die person for the, for the trans community. If they're telling you that they identify as trans and that's their label, that label is needed because I need to be able to address you correctly. I need to know that label is there. So then I'm not going to offend you by mis misgendering you. Yeah. That label now gives me the, the space to treat you with the, with the validation and the respect that you deserve and want. So that's when I'm like, labels are needed. I'm averse. That label is necessary, bitch. It's necessary because I could never be with no top. Never. I could never be with no bottom, period. So that label is needed. Because otherwise, in Nagaran, in Nagaran, we need to be compatible. I need to get my things so I can give you yours and vice versa. Labels. I love me a label. However, I do understand that within those labels, you can feel trapped. And sometimes if you do feel trapped in a certain label, maybe that label just ain't for you. And what I feel like queer does, that label gives you access to do, to do more without feeling, you know, trapped. Because I, I would say, like, like I said before about the whole bi thing, if I was then to turn on and say gay, I feel trapped by that because I, do I do gay shit? Yeah, been doing gay shit. Been doing gay shit for a long time. And enjoyed it very much so, yeah. But I don't really feel comfortable in that. And I do kind of feel trapped. Like, I feel like, mm, I, yeah, I do, I do gay shit. Love me a nigga. But there's parts of me where I'm like, no, I cannot. I can, there's things that are a part of me, have been a part of me and could be a part of me that go beyond the perimeters or parameters of what the label gay entails. So I thought that was a cute, like she made me, I went on a bit of a tangent there, but um, what uh, Sukiana said about being queer, it really did make me think and like want to revisit some things. And, you know, these are conversations I can have over and over again in the community. I love it. I feel like we can always learn and all of them things there. Speaking about LGBTQ things, Saudi, Arab Saudi Arabia, um, were in the news recently for putting out on their like tourism website or whatnot that they are now welcoming LGBTQ plus tourists and visitors. Um, despite LGBTQ um, being still to this day punishable by death. Um, so it was a bit vague. If I'm being honest, it was a bit vague. I'm reading this from the Gay Times. Um, you know, on their, I think it was on the 14th of March. Um, according to CNN, um, no, 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 lies, lies, lies. Let me go back. Um, the website of the Saudi Tourism Authority appeared to have this updated question and answer section uh, on their website. And one of the questions was whether or not LGBT 
Q plus tourists can visit. Um, and their response was, and I quote, everyone is welcome to visit Saudi Arabia and visitors are not asked to disclose such personal details. Now, as much as I want to be like, yay, it's another country where we can go to, hun, it's still very much illegal. It's still very much, you know, punishable by death. Yes, they're saying they will welcome you. Why would they not welcome you? Because, like, I then went on to have research things and, like, it is very much um, a fact that LGBTQ couples specifically spend more when they go abroad. I know that. My queer ass, definitely not, I've not gone on a couple's holiday, but my queer ass, when I go away, you've seen my stories, my Instagram. I like to do my nice things. I do my big one when I go on vacation. It's very much, I'm enjoying and I'm buying and I'm experiencing and I'm doing the most. And um, statistics show, I think it was, um, it was the CEO, Darren Byrne, CEO of um, Out of Office, which is a luxury travel planning service specifically for the LGBTQ DL plus community. Um, he, it's, he confirmed that they do spend more that, yeah, LGBTQ plus tourists spend more money in a destination than heterosexual couples. And they travel also more, time, more times a year. So, of course, these people... These, the Saudi Arabian government or whatnot, they are going to want you to go and spend money there. Like, that's what they want. Like, they're going to want your money. They don't give a fuck who it comes from, whether they agree with you, whether they agree or like your, your makeup, your color of your skin, your sexual preference. They don't give a fuck about that, but they will take your money regardless. But in the same breath, let's, let's remember, they will lock you up, bruv. They're not saying we welcome you and your, and your everything. We welcome your, your money, your tourism. We welcome your coin. Open up your purse. But very much be prepared to be welcomed to a prison cell if we now see you kissing on the beach, if we now see you holding hands. Like this then made me go into like a little bit of a, just a bit of a, what's it called again? Like a not a spiral, but I started to like research lots of different things. Um, for example, I went onto the Human Dignity Trust website, which has got like all the details of like different countries and their rules, regulations. Um, and like in Saudi Arabia, the types of criminalize, criminalization uh, that they have um, is that it crimin they criminalize LGBT people. They criminalize sexual activity between males uh, they criminalize sexual activity between females. They criminalize the gender expression of trans people. And they also impose the death penalty. So, Omar, as much as you are telling me you are welcome, if me and my nigga now go to Saudi Arabia and check into your good hotel and ask for the premier suite, yeah, with one queen bed for two queens, you know, <laughs> tell me that's not going to be a problem. Yeah, you're welcoming me. You're going to set me at the border. We're going to be able to go there. But as soon as the shit hits the fan and the top hits the bottom or the verse hits the verse, that's when their laws are going to be very much welcomed too. And they will not 
they're not going to hold back. Yeah. This made me then think about, you know, I recently spoke to my sister. She's in Dubai right now. And it made me think about Dubai as well. And that their thing is exactly the same. Like, nah, I've not been to Dubai. But in the United um, Arab Emirates, in the UAE, homosexuality is still illegal. And it is still very much, you know, can receive the death penalty. Gay marriage not is not legal. Yeah. Um, since, like, its current state is very much still punish punishable by death in the UAE. Uh, that is under Sharia law, which they still abide by. And that is the same for um, that next place as well that I was just talking about. Basically, what I'm saying is, yeah. Like, look at this. I'm sorry. There was just, there's some incidents, yeah. A, where was I reading this? Someone that was on holiday, minding their business was a, a, a picture of them was seen on Instagram of them on the beach in, in, in short shorts, a man. Police got him 10 months in prison, I think it was. I need to get this here, right here, right now, because people will come to me like, where did you get this from? But this is all facts. 10 months in prison. You man have seen my Instagram. I ain't wearing shorts. I got on motherfucking thongs. Bitch, as much as you are welcoming me and, and my queer ass to your beaches, me and a thong, if that brother got 10 months for, for shorts, me and a thong, what? Another person, there was an incidence of someone being seen on, again, on Instagram, not even there, live, live in the moment, but they were seen at a gay wedding, imprisonment. Bitch, do you know how many episodes of this podcast there are of me now in audio um in visual form as well talking about sucking dick sucking toes me standing up for trans people like i'm getting got i'm getting got so as much as you're welcoming me you until these legislations say it's legal to be gay it's legal to be bi queer whatever the fuck same set you can do it cool but all of this you're welcome but it's still illegal it's still criminalized nah it's not for me. So like, yep, yeah, you're welcome to go, but you still got to tread on ice. And like I said to my sister, when I go on holiday, I'm not trying to be treading on eggshells. I'm in this UK. I'm treading on eggshells all the time, whether it's balancing my work life, whether it's balancing my career, whether it's balancing my finances, whether it's, I just want to relax and enjoy. Yeah. When I'm on holiday. So if I'm not paying big money to fly however many hours to the other side of the world, to be in somewhere where it's 30 degrees plus. I'm sweating already. I'm sweating. It's hot. I don't need to be now sweating because in case the wrong motherfucker in the hijabi catches me, caress my man or pose up on beach like a bad bitch. Master could be in jail. No, not trying to do that. So you can keep your UAE and you can keep your, 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 who said they want us to come and go and we're welcomed. Um, Saudi Arabia. You can keep it all. It all looks extremely cute. It all looks beautiful. It looks, it looks great. But it sounds stressful, hun. I ain't trying to go to jail. I've got a life to live. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for it. So that's my, that's my takeaway. Here it is. Look, uh, so this is some enforcement um, where in Saudi Arabia in 2020, um, things happened. 
Yeah. So the U.S. Department, this is in 2020, the U.S. Department of State report found that although the death penalty is a possibility uh, for same-sex sexual activity, prosecutors did not seek to impose that treatment that year. However, in April, a Yemeni blogger living in Saudi Arabia was arrested for advocating for equality for LGBT people. In July, he was sentenced to 10 months imprisonment and a fine, followed by deportation under the public indecency laws. And whilst in detention, he was subject to solitary confinement, beatings and torture. Get out. Get out. My guy wasn't even doing up the things. He was just trying to say, let's be equal. Fines, imprisonment and torture just for saying, let's just be equal. And this is where you man want to go and, and put your money. 2019, in, um, in April, right, it was really going off in April. In April, Saudi Arabia announced that it had, it had executed 37 men. Reports suggest that five of those were executed for same-sex sexual activity. Okay, yeah. In October, it was reported that a gay social media user had been arrested for posting a picture of himself in shorts at, at the beach online. Like I said, me and my thong, get somebody else to do it. Mm -mm. You guys can go to Dubai and, and, and to Saudi Arabia and them things there. No, 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 no. It's just not for me, really. It's not for me. That was Saudi Arabia. Uh, let me get up Dubai. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Do you know what? I feel like, we, I feel like I'm not trying to be here for 12 years a slave. I feel like we get the point. So as much as I think the fact that, you know, it's online, that they're welcoming LGBTQ people. Um, as much as I think it's a small, small step in the right direction, I still won't be attending. Um, you know, the last time uh, that culture, that area in the world spoke about LGBTQ peoples, it was at the World Cup. And they said everyone's equal, but they were still... Everyone's equal, but don't wear this band. Don't do this. Don't do that. It's just not for me. It's just not for me. Um, yeah. So, yeah, not for me. Looks cute. Looks great. But I want to go have a good time. I want to go away, be myself authentically, loud, live, in color, in my thong, doing the most, twerking holding my man's hand, kissing my man. And if I've got to suppress any kind of part of me, if I've got to suppress anything, if I've got to suppress my flamboyance, if I've got to suppress my, 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 my things, I don't want it. Some, no shade, but my sister tried to be like, oh, but weren't you in Jamaica? Weren't you in Jamaica? Yes, bitch. Well, not bitch to her, but yes, yes. I was in Jamaica and I was twerking in my thong and I was seen by staff, by locals. And what? They joined in, bitch. They joined in. Also, it's not illegal and it's not punishable by death. There are open LGBTQ spots in Jamaica. Yes, it is frowned upon. And the majority of people f have frowned upon it. But I've been to Jamaica enough times. No problem. No problem. In fact, I've had more homophobia 
here in the UK. Period. Um, next up, next up. Um, I wanted to talk about, yeah, this coronation, this coro coro, this coronation chicken. I hate coronation chicken. Like, I used to love it, like, side note, like, I used to love it in school. <sighs> I must have tried it this one time and it was beautiful. And then every other time I had it, it always had raisins in it. Now, I don't know whether I just was blessed and highly favoured the first time I tried this coronation chicken and it didn't have raisins in it by chance or whether there was just a shift and now people started putting coronation um, raisins in it. I hate, I hate, I hate like fruit in, in regular things. I don't like pineapple on pizza. I think you guys are wayward. Um, sorry, I'm moving this mic out. But yeah, mm -mm. so this coronation chicken happened. And I was torn between giving, I've got a lot to say about this. I was really torn in between giving this the belt like using this as my belt for this week and it could have been a number of things it could have been the police it could have been the monarch themselves the king himself um it could have been the people that performed there white or black because the coonery was was a, a royal level of cooning like so much to say or yeah like the, I said did I say the police I can't remember but there was there's a lot to say and there's a lot to unpack here like I've asked some people like what do you think about you know the people performing and I've asked people um in my friendship group I've asked you know people at work like I've just it's been a conversation that I've I've started and uh, I've looked online to see and it's really interesting the amount of people that have been like well a check is a check or you know they don't have an opinion and then obviously there's been some people that have been like yeah like no I wouldn't do that or no yeah like it's fine but I just find it really interesting that like the lack of understanding and the lack of acknowledgement of what the monarch actually do what they mean and their history uh like the monarchy is actually one of the most scandalous that scandalous groups around like when you deep it like because everything they are to this day is literally built upon bloodshed colonization pillage rape stealing of land property like the everything their whole opulence everything that is great and grand about them it has been enabled because of things like slavery and it's just like this thing that you guys are saying you don't have that much of a, an opinion on to this day has a very big opinion on you man like It's just wild. It's just really wild. Like, this episode can't be long enough. Like, it, it really can't be long enough. But, like, the whole of the British Empire to this day has countries every other week in the Caribbean, not just in the Caribbean, even Australia. Like, they've got countries that are saying, we don't want to be a part of your empire anymore. Because in reality, it's savage and, and barbaric. 
the fact that we are a part of your empire because for us to have to be a part of your empire you had to come here overthrow whoever kill whoever capture whoever do whatever you need to do to oppress us and make us yours because we weren't yours when you man turned up yeah like nothing about africa was was of belonged to britain before they turned up and did up bang 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 to, to make it theirs like it's very it was forceful and so the fact that we've still got countries to this day, like Jamaica, one of the most recent, said by 2024, we want to be, <laughs> we, we want to cut it. They want to roll out because they're saying, actually, no, we will never be. The, their prime, prime minister or their president, I can't remember which one, said, we will actually, the people of Jamaica will actually never be free until we leave the, the fucking, the, until, until the, the head of state that white man over there is not our head of state. We will not be free. And this is still happening to this day. So like when I ask, oh, do you not have an opinion on it? Like, it, let's not even speak about our oh, slavery back in the day and the things that they did back in the day. Let's, let me help you get an, an, a, 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 an opinion on the monarch now using something of today, something that affects you. Because you might say, oh, that didn't affect me, even though it really does. But whatever, your minds are, are not quite there. Um, we are all in a cost of living right now, yeah? Many of you, man, are doing up budgeting every week to ensure that you can not only eat adequately, but be warm in your house, put on heating, have hot water, afford to get to work. You're having to do a budgeting to do that, to, to, to do all of that. More time, you're having to make sacrifices like, oh, I'm going to walk to work or I'm going to do this. Meanwhile, that man, your king, was in a gold carriage. While you're deciding, oh, am I going to eat well or am I going to have hot showers every day this week or walk to work or get an Uber or drive? Meanwhile, your king sport for choice in a motherfucking gold carriage. People can't afford a meal, yet he spent meals, allegedly 250 million on this whole ritual ceremony, archaic ceremony thing, when he could have really just downscaled. If he really cared about you, if he really cared about you, you, the people that he's saying pledge, pledge allegiance to me while you're choosing whether you're going to eat or, 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 or wash properly or do all of these things, he... He's spending meals on, on, this, on this coronation in a cost of living. Yet he's saying he's going to serve us and respect us and treat us well. Bruv, you could have even just said, you know what? I was going to do gold carriage, but you know what? I'm just going to do silver and instead put this money on this. Or instead of spending 250 mil and pay police to go and do up and perpetuate propaganda... So that the world thinks everyone's rejoicing. We're going to get to that. When they're actually not. No. You could have cut the cost. You could have taken away 10 million. And I would have even clapped for him. I probably would have just one clap. Not too much clap. Because also, let's not congratulate a fish, for, a fish for swimming. And if your role is to serve us and make sure that we're good, then really, you saying, I'm going to put 10,000 into the pockets of people that can't afford to buy their children packed lunches, to the people that can't afford to get to work, for the people that are not able to afford their electricity bills. I'm going to cut back on this one day that celebrates me and my side chick or my wife, now head of state, <laughs> moves. I'm going to take away 
10, 15 million. And instead of doing up the most here, I'm going to give it to the people that need it. I might have done one clap. Yeah. Might have done one clap because like I said, you're saying you're going to serve us. I'm not going to congratulate you too much for serving us. That's what you said you're going to do. But what I am going to do is when you're saying, yeah, that you're going to serve us and you're the king and you're, you're this and you're that and everything's going to be good for us. And everything you do is for us. I am going to drag you to hell and back when you're sat in a gold carriage spending 250 million of taxpayers' money whilst we're in a fucking cost of living crisis to do up stiff, stiffness, unseasonedness for however long that day lasted because I didn't watch it. Well, well, just to say I'm king now. Because I saw my, I saw you, your, your guy whilst he was doing up, watching the performances. He looked stiff as fuck. He didn't even look too happy. Nah, I will, I will get you together. That's fucking weird. It's fucking weird and it's fucking out of order. So all of you people that don't have like a, um, that don't have an opinion about it, really need to ask yourselves why you don't have an opinion on it and why you're unable to see not just the past of this monarch, the monarchy and what they've done, and while you're, while you're suffering, but they're celebrating like what they are, who they are and how they got there, you've got to remember the past and you need to remember, it, 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 like, is it good? Is it deserving? Then if you don't want to look back, like I said, look at the here and now. That money of our money, that taxpayer money that has been spent. And you're here struggling. You're here struggling. EDF is knocking at your door and you're, and you're having to, 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 to gather your coins while this monarchy thriving. I think his net worth is now like two billion that he inherited from his mum when she passed away. Tax free. He didn't pay any 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 money on that. Wow, you don't have an opinion. Let's move on to the police. Now, I was under the the impression that you know one of the thing that this country England is so proud of, and one of the things that the king himself and the and the monarch itself says we pride on ourselves on being a demo a democracy. Yeah, a democracy. A, a, a country where, you, where it's free to speak. It's a free country. If the UK is really a free country and we're a democratic country, let's even read, what does democratic mean? Because some of you people be speaking and speaking and you don't even know what the words means. A democracy is a way of governing by will of the people. So if the will of the people is to say, that's not my king, and this is a free country, which we're all like, oh, that's what makes Britain great. We're a free country, freedom of speech. If people are saying that's not my king, yet before they can even step outside to protest and practice that democracy, express their will, yeah? Expre express their freedom of spree, put that into practice. If they're now being arrested by the police, before they've even stepped outside with their cardboard with words on it, just saying not my king. If they're now being arrested for that, then what does that say about the monarchy? Because who do the police serve? The crown. Who were you guys celebrating that day? The crown. Propaganda. Do you know what propaganda is? 
Yeah. Propaganda is communication that is primarily used to influence or persuade an audience to further an agenda, which may not be objective and may be selectively presenting facts to encourage a particular synthesis or perception. Yeah. Or using loaded language to produce an emotional rather than a rational response to the information that is being that is being presented. That is what was happening. They were get, getting rid of the people that have every right to, to say what they want to say in this country. They were removing them so that when that day was documented, it looked as if everyone was just happy. Propaganda, bruv. Propaganda. Police executed that. They assisted in the propaganda whilst serving the crime. This crime that is meant to serve us. And you guys don't have an opinion. And you guys are doing up sing song. Ooh, oh, it's really difficult because when I speak, like, oh my God. Uh, what does that say about our democracy? Is there a democracy if people are being arrested for, for practicing their, free, their freedom of speech? That's giving dictatorship. Okay? That's very much giving dictatorship. Now, the fact that people were performing there anyway, it shows a moral compass. We've spoken about the slavery thing, about their hideous past. We've spoke about even their most recent past, the ousting of um, Harry and Meghan, or I don't really know, but like the way that she was treated and the things that were said in that palace about Meghan, about their unborn child, if it's going to be dark or not. That's quite recent. That's not hundreds of years ago. That's in the last three, four years. With all of this in mind, with the fact that they're spending 250 million while we're in a living crisis, while the crown has got, you know, the police silencing people, stopping them of practicing their freedom of speech, silencing them, arresting them, locking people up for just putting words on a, on a piece of paper saying, this is not my king. Where does your moral compass go? What happens to it? When you go, do you know what? If you pay me X amount, 500 pounds, 1,000 pounds, 5,000 pounds to sing, to celebrate you being king, I will do it. Knowing all of that, you same people that posted up Black Lives Matter squares in 2020, if they matter, how much do they matter? Obviously not that much because when a certain check is put in front of you, you're, now it doesn't matter because the check matters. And now I will perform at, at this ceremony where we're honouring someone who is silencing people, who is racist. Like only a few years ago did Queen Elizabeth like write off uh, legislation where it said that no coloureds or no ethnics or immigrants are allowed, like um, I think it was a clerical job in the palace, like they weren't allowed to work in the palace. Only in, in the last 10, 15 years, I think that was changed. But when the check is a certain, a certain part, that's when you go, oh, do you know what? Maybe black lives don't matter so much, but the check does. Lies you tell. I retweeted something. I said, not, there's not a check big enough. I don't care how broke. I'll rather go bro broke. I will rather go broke than perform there. Like, and it, it pains me to say, because, you know, I knew the performers. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to say names. I was shocked. I saw a guy I went to school with. Black guy, Joel. Beautiful voice. Lovely guy. Shocked to see you there, my sir. Yeah, y'all sounded cute. But 
I only saw that you and the other people were performing. Another girl, I can't remember her name, I saw her in the choir. I only saw that you were performing because I saw people from the States retweeting that, going, look at these coons. That's how I saw you perform there because I didn't watch that. I didn't watch that. Vula, baby girl, I love you, Vula, but I don't get why you were performing there. Sammy Lee Jane, she's a, she's a white girl dancer. You've got whole black boyfriend, babes. Are you was doing up dance for? I don't know who it was. Even man like Danny Minogue, whole white woman said, I'm not doing it. Australia, we just said we're leaving the colonial era. Like we're coming out of that, that state of oppressiveness. You're not our head of state. Why would you ask me to go and perform there? Ho. Adele said no. Ed Sheeran said no. T was savage. Why are you doing up Afro beats? Did you not see? I saw a clip again on Twitter. Camilla and... Charles didn't even look like they was enjoying the ting. But you're performing, doing a performing monkey. Performing monkey, just so you look, just so, just, just so he looks like he's inclusive. Does he look like an inclusive monarch whilst he's riding in gold, whilst he's literally got crowns, um, while he's wearing a crown with jewels that have been stolen from your people's lands? Those people have since asked for those jewels back and they're not giving back their thing. It's so much deeper than it is, but you guys don't have an opinion. But yet you've got opinion on the most wildest things. Wild. I think that whole thing was a farce. I think it was ritualistic. I think it was a slap in the face to the taxpayers. I think it is very telling of the monarch, of, the, of our justice system, of the justice system. Because it didn't just come for the blacks. It came for anyone there that had anything to say about King Charles. It says about the monarch. It says a lot of things about the justice system. It says things about this country in general, the government, wild, wild. And it really shows how much they really give a damn about us and how we are living in this country. 250 million. But you will go and perform. One of the questions that I asked uh, some people in my circle is, would you have performed at the, the coronation chicken? They said, if the check was all right, yeah, it's a platform. Da -da 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 -da. I said, would you perform for your toxic ex? No. No. Well, I didn't fuck, but they would, their response would be, well, I didn't fuck the, the, I didn't fuck the queen or I didn't fuck the monarch. Yeah, but the monarchy fucked over your ancestors. So you won't perform for your toxic ex, but you will perform for the crown who to this day move mad, to this day for a check and some, and some, some exposure all i'm saying is the exposure that i have seen on social media for the people performing hasn't been attached to cute comments babes but it is what it is that is my take on on the um on on the coronation chicken um i was going to speak about that mouse but i can't bother and i've got a lot to do today uh so Right, let's get into it. It's now time for Get the Belt. So it is now time for Get the Belt. Hmm. My belt this week goes out to um, an old Marine by the name of, let me get this motherfucker's name. The fuck is he gone? No, no. 
Daniel Penny. We got there in the end. Daniel Penny. Now, um, unfortunately, another black man was killed in America. Um, rest in peace, eternal peace. Um, a, a man by the name of Jordan Neely, um, who was 30, was killed um, by homicide. Uh, it was ruled it was by homicide in New York um, because this um, Daniel <sighs> had him in a chokehold for several minutes, him and two others, um, after seeing Jordan apparently being aggressive um, or suffering, as they put it, from a mental health break. So they killed him, murdered him. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot, a lot to unpack here. Um, not only is it the death and the murder of another black man, um, but it's also been noted that this was to do with mental, this was a man suffering with mental health problems. Um, and it makes you ask, where was the help? Where was the empathy? If I see someone struggling from a mental health breakdown, whether they're being aggressive or not, I don't, I'm not going to feel entitled or feel the need to kill that person. I feel like it was extremely unfair how the media reacted to this initially. Um, it straight away went into a frenzy of dehumanizing um, Jordan, labeling him violent, aggressive, uh, homeless, just all of these things about him not being a nice person. Where as time has gone on, oh, and by the way, this, at the same time as all this hatred was being spewed and this propaganda and this, you know, the, 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 the racism behind the news that was being released upon, uh, about Jordan Neely, the information that was released about his killer, polar opposite, polar opposite, very much humanizing him. Uh, he was a, an old Marine that served his country. He was just a bypasser. All of like, like nothing to do with murderous, nothing to do with three people on one person. Like nothing of that nature. Wonder why, um, you know, some of the, again, I did some research into this. Oh, Apparently, whilst having this mental breakdown, Jordan was saying things like shouting things like, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, I, I would just rather die, I don't care if they arrest me, I don't care if they arrest me. If I'm hearing that, and I'm a trained Marine, I'm a, tr I'm a Marine, the guy that killed him, who had him in a chokehold, was a Marine. If I'm hearing that, I'm not thinking, you know, right, this person who's hungry and thirsty... I need three people and I'm going to tackle him down and I'm going to restrain him like this for minutes and minutes and minutes. People were recording it. People were even saying, let him go. Didn't until he died. Until he died. So you're a Marine. You've heard this man say he's hungry and thirsty. And yet you and two others, a group of three are on this person who you've said with your own mouth, Daniel, was clearly suffering from mental health. You've got him in a chokehold, you and three other people. And you've not only said that you could see he was suffering from mental health, but you've heard him say he's thirsty, homeless, and hungry. You think you needed the three people. You, just you being a, in, an ex-Marine, was enough. Anyway, um, the... Yeah, so 
Jordan Neely was um, a dancer. He was known as being a, a really talented dancer. He had his own like fan page on Instagram, on Facebook, and he would dance in like Times Square all around New York, imitating Michael Jackson. There's pictures of him that have since come up of him dancing in his costume, looking all cute and whatever. Um, and he had really gone through it. This young boy has gone through it. It was upon reading um, that I found out that, you know, his family, his family said that he had never been the same since his mother, Trigger, should have been, I should have been saying Trigger warning, but since his mother was killed when he was 12, he wasn't the same. His mother was killed by strangulation by her partner at the time. So what would have been going through his mind when now he's already having a mental breakdown? We've heard from the family he's not been the same since his mother was killed by strangulation. Now this random Marine has now got him in a chokehold. Um, yeah, I think it's disgusting. Um, it's disgusting. Uh, Jordan, not Jordan, um, not Jordan, of course. Uh, Daniel, uh, his lawyer put out a, a statement after the verdict, you know, was that it was homicide or whatnot. Um, a statement, his press release. Uh, I'm going to read it to you now. So this is from the murderer, Daniel uh, Penny. The law firm of Razor and Kenneth PC represents Daniel Penny, a 24-year-old college student and Marine veteran. Earlier this week, Daniel Penny was involved in a tragic incident on the NYC subway, which ended in the death of Jordan Neely. We would, like, we would first like to express on behalf of Daniel Penny our condolences to those close to Mr. Neely. Mr. Neely had a documented history of violent and erratic behaviour, the apparent result of ongoing un and untreated mental illness. When Mr. Neely began aggressively threatening Daniel Penny and the other passengers, Daniel, with the help of others, acted to protect themselves until help arrived. Daniel never intended to harm Mr. Neely and could not have foreseen his untimely death. For too long, those suffering from mental illness have been treated with indifference. We hope that out of this, un uh, out of this awful tragedy will come a new com commitment by our elected officials to address the mental health crisis on our streets and subways. You're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot and you're a fucking prick. Dan Daniel, and so is the man, and so is your lawyer, your lawyers, Stephen and Thomas, for writing this. So, not once in this press release did you say sorry for murdering or taking someone's life. You've said a tragic incident that ended with the death of Jordan. An incident, an incident is something that just occurs. Yeah, an incident is it just now raining all of a sudden? Yeah, an incident is I'm walking, I get mugged by someone. That's an incident. I've got no control over it. An incident is not you and three other people seeing someone who is clearly having a mental health breakdown, saying about their, 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 their hungry and whatnot, and then going to, f to put them into a chokehold for several instances. That's not an incident. That is a choice. That is an action. That is a decision. That is not an incident. Also, that ended in the death Let's use our words. You know me, I like my words. That resulted in the murder, in the homicide. It wasn't an incident and it wasn't just a random death. 
it was the actions and the choice of your client that killed and murdered a young black man. Yeah. You also said that with the help of um, in this in this worthless piece of nonsense that you put out into the universe, it said that, um, you know, Daniel, with the help of others, acted to protect themselves. Omar, you're a whole fucking Marine. You needed help. This skinny. Look at the pictures of 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 um of Jordan. Skinny. Skinny mini. You're saying that you needed help protecting yourself. You Marine who isn't homeless, who wasn't thirsty, probably had good, good food that day. Good, good drink that day. You needed help to protect yourself from this skinny man who was homeless. And you're a Marine. You needed help. At which minute did you did you no longer need the help of two other men when you had your arms around Jordan's neck? Don't, 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 don't. It's just, ugh. And then at the at the at the end of this, you're saying, "Oh, we hope that this un un um this awful tragedy will come a new commitment by our elected officials to address the mental health crisis on our streets and subways." So you're now shifting the blame. The blame that you didn't even take accountability for in this, you, you swerved that shit. You're now putting that blame onto the uh, elected officials, your government. I mean, yeah, the government needs to do more. But this was this was disgusting. And this really just shows that there's no remorse, that there isn't a, an ounce of, of feeling or sentiment or thought process that Black Lives Matter because you've not once, you know, said, oh, we are really sorry. He's really sorry for taking someone's life. No, you've taken no accountability. You called it an incident. You didn't acknowledge that it was a choice. You've said that he's a Marine, but said that he needed help from two other people whilst defending himself. And then you shifted the blame to the government. Fucking, fucking wild. Your, your pricks, the, your, you people that are, are defending this racist, this racist bully, because that's how I see it. You'll get the belt and um, Daniel, you get the belt. Not, not, yeah. And Daniel Penny, you get the belt. And so do your entire lineage, man. That's fucking wild. A whole Marine, a whole Marine and two others on a young, vulnerable, small black man having a breakdown who was literally shouting, I'm tired. I'm thirsty. I'm hungry. And you murdered him. And that's the press release that you give. Go away. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm going on holiday on Thursday and I can't wait to just switch off from all of this nonsense. But yeah, you get the belt. <laughs> Thanks for listening. That is it for this week's podcast. I'm going to try and get the whole video up. This camera's really actually, one day I'm going to give the belt to this camera. I've got this Sony AX7, whatever the fuck. It's like two grand. Like every five minutes it wants to do a ball. We are getting too hot and overheated. We have to turn it off. Nah, I need another camera. If you guys know of a camera that can just do a good hour, two hours, good quality like this, but without it doing goo goo doo 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 and dying. Not me having to put the camera in the freezer. <laughs> Wild. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed. Please, please, please rate uh, the show on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to it. Rate it, share it, all those nice things. Thanks for listening. Um, if you have any suggestions for Melanin Magnificence, please do send them. We like to big up our black people. Um, if you've got a suggestion for Get the Belt and you want to cuss out someone, please do. We love, I love to hear from you. And remember questions, send in your questions. 
Um, a little bit of news. Next week, I've got a special guest on the show. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but remember I spoke to you about I Kissed a Boy, the Brit- Britain's very first gay dating show. We've got one of the contestants coming on this here podcast. Ow! So send in your questions uh, for them too. Uh, the email is contact I get the pod.com or send a little voice, voice note to either the Twitter or the Instagram. It's all get the belt pod on all the socials. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that. So the first episode for that airs on Sunday the 14th. Um, I will be with my baby in um, on an island somewhere uh, and then be back ready to record with our special guest. Uh, on the Tuesday so you've got from now until then send in your questions and the episode will be out Wednesday so yeah I'm excited for that other than that that is it Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode Uh, and yeah by the time you're seeing me next I'll be sat in the studio hopefully not here hopefully it'll be somewhere cute Um, with one of the contestants on I Kissed a Boy Period. You have been listening to the podcast that is known. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.